how many times have you worked at a place where they said, promise this, we're going to promise that, yeah. we're going to promise this. Yeah. As that's what they say. Right. And then what they do is they show that they didn't mean it right. or they didn't know how to keep their word. This is Useful and Hired. Hello and welcome to the Useful and Hired podcast, where it's all about empowering today's young adults to show up, help others win, and make a difference, no matter what life throws at you. No, I'm not talking about how to put yourself into a resume and send it off to strangers and cross your fingers and hope and pray for a mere interview. I'm talking about the kind of stuff they don't teach you in school, the kind of stuff that every employer needs and desperately wants. If you've got it, they'll crawl over broken glass to get it and hire you and even promote you. And the good news is it's learnable. So stick around. And that's the kind of stuff we're going to be talking about here. You get the idea. Welcome back to the Useful and Hired podcast. Uh, Warren Gibbons here with Lindsay Rocha. Hey, hey. <laughs> and back. today we're talking about, uh, it's a huge topic um, that kind of runs, not rampant, but it's like, it's it's hugely impactful on everyone's life. And it's the topic of, I call it choosing humans. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our ability to choose the right people or the other side of that choosing and the consequences of choosing the wrong people and where where it started is Lindsay and I were having a conversation about I think you were talking about maybe mm-hmm. all the different jobs and I was yeah what led to the next thing and it was always a person yeah like every every time I went to a new job it was kind of always a person and then we discussed um like me choosing you when I met you something big came out of that well yeah you and i met and we get along and everything but no kidding choosing was definitely happening it was good choosing right and then we were choosing people to hire and so until this from back then until this day we just talked about how choosing people kind of sets you up to go towards a direction and it's important yeah and i and i was i was thinking about all the different jobs and especially like how slow the process Mm. is of learning about people choosing especially when it comes to, let's say, when I was in my 20s, you know, or when, when, I'll just say we, when we're, we humans, when we're in our 20s, and then we're, we're choosing an employer, and then we're there for a while, and we think it's going to be X, and then there's how it actually is, mm-hmm. and then how long we stay there, and how long does it take us to realize either it's not different. a fit, or we haven't learned what we're there to learn yet, or to move on to the next. Or you're like, I'm done choosing you, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> And and there was also a theme of, of the really painful side of um, just being a, I call it corrupt organization, like corrupt leadership, toxic uh, company culture. Um, and it could be people who were, they might even intend well, but or not. they're pretty messed up or not. <laughs> um, like I've had, I've had jobs that were incredibly abusive and toxic and, and and horrible and it you know it took me a while to really uh i don't know for it to accumulate or to get to a point where i was like you know what i don't not only do i not want this but i, I don't deserve it right like the program's not for me or or <laughs> i would i'd look at Lindsay and i'd be like they do not deserve you <laughs> yeah they do not deserve you and 
and and and it's a it's a pattern. It happens in different jobs in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it could be multiple people in different department heads or that make up you know all these influencers in a company that affect the company culture. Mm-hmm. But I think in the end, you know, the leader, <laughs> it's it's really their fault. That's right, that's think, the whole point of a leader. And just like simplify it too. I always picture like me kind of almost like coming to the planet so when you go into the world and after choosing your parents and choosing your family members and friends you have to go into the world so it's like you bloop right into the world and you look around and you really don't know who to choose yet because you're still trying to figure out who you are so you just kind of choose everything and some things hurt and some things feel good (laughs) so i remember that time when we met i was kind of like yep i want a little bit of this and a little bit of that nope that hurt let's get rid of that and as you get older, I think you become a little more choosy because you understand, like, nope, that's a hell yes, and that's a hell no. Yeah, you're more laser focused, or mm-hmm. you're, or you're even selective at all, right? Like, or you don't even realize you're choosing. Yeah, because that's unconscious choosing. Yeah, that's when you get that's, to like level two. That's level two podcast episode. <laughs> well, the unconscious choosing can be great, but yeah. it could also be really dangerous because right, right, and your body can tell you. I think too, level two. Um, is when your body is like choosing for you or letting you know like that's not that's not it so it's warren and i are so like we we kind of dissect this as much as possible because i remember the day i was like yep that hell yeah that's the thing that's what i'm going for that's the boss that i want to work for um or that's the partner i want to be with and when you decide and it's a hell yes it's like momentum just builds but it depends like you could also decide in a wrong direction yeah. And Warren and I were kind of talking about that, where it's like, okay, you can make one decision in the wrong direction, which is fine, but then at, you have to keep deciding. You're, you're choosing whether you know it or not. Yeah, that's, and that's the thing, is I, I noticed a pattern mm-hmm. uh, where some people are, that, that's what it is, they're choosing, uh, uncon- they're unconsciously choosing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working with one person who was, uh, we're talking about, uh, they were talking, telling me about their job, and they were they complained about all this corrupt BS, where the basically the organization would say one thing, mm-hmm. and then totally not walk their talk and do another. They totally were out of integrity, mm-hmm. and so it created this really toxic environment. And this friend of mine was saying how how horrible the circumstances were. Blah blah blah. Lots of lots of like complaining vomit. Right, mm-hmm. like we do that. And and then and then he said, "But my boss is really great. I really like him." <laughs> He's trying and to justify. Now, now he had just finished explaining to me how how bad his boss was. Like his boss had learned some really bad habits because his boss was also part of a toxic organization. Might be a great person, but he had, you know, a culture teaches a way of being. And and I was like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You just vomited." I call it bullshit is what I said. You just vomited all this stuff called I don't want this in my life. And and, and the reason you vomit all this stuff to me is because you know you don't deserve it. Oh. Not only do you not want it, but you're like ready to be done with it. Right. 
And then you finish it up, but I really like them. They're really, they're really great. He's a really, he said he's a really great boss. And I'm like, That's no, I, he's not a great boss. That's what I picture. He's a, a nice little, person, right. but he has, he has bad boss behavior habits. But that's when I picture like a little fairy flying in and just bopping the guy on the nose. Like, you choose. You just chose. Yeah. You're choosing. You're choosing that it sucks, but you're also choosing to stay. Well, <laughs> so. and it, it was, the, it was with this person, it was kind of the confusion between like between liking a person and then how they are as a boss. I had a job. Uh, it was a fisheries management desk job. I had to wear a coat and tie. <laughs> Can't imagine me in a coat and tie. I also had a, a, a perm mullet. When I'm falling asleep, hold on. <laughs> but my boss, it was a regulatory government fisheries job. You know, we had to correspondence to the fisheries management regulatory, <laughs> you know, snore <laughs> process. Anyway. But my boss was the sweetheart of a guy, uh, and he and I really liked each other, uh, even cared about each other, and he was a horrible, horrible boss. <laughs> Micromanaged the hell out of me, drove me nuts, and and nobody wanted to work with him. And I really loved him. <laughs> Same thing. So it was a miserable working, and you know, for as far as doing work. And um, and I was in my twenties, and um, anyway, I thought that was a rele- relevant example. Yeah, I've, I've hated my boss, and then we'll go out for drinks, and it's like a totally different world. Like, all right, I choose you for drinks, but I don't choose you as my boss. Like, yeah. it's a no for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's a no. But it is so important. I think when you think about it on like a micro level, like every decision you make. Or every person you decide to choose or everything you decide to, we were saying, digest. Like, before we started the podcast, we were talking about, like, what we consume and digest, like, social media. Like, you're choosing those people, like, who are influencers in some way. So it does lead you somewhere. It has to lead you somewhere. And that's where we kind of find it important to pay attention to that. Yeah, that, that's, um, I mean, we choose, what is, I, I I wrote down some quotes about, you know, there's a, some, I think it was, I first heard it from Tony Robbins, because I studied a lot of his stuff, um, and, you know, what, it was something about we, bec- we become like the summation of the top five people you spend the most time with, you mm-hmm. know, you're basically, we're heavily influenced by the people we choose, right. even if we don't know we're choosing them, and it's kind of a scare exercise to, like, start listing the people, the actual name, when it becomes personal... Um, and you start listing the names of the people you spend the most time with and becoming really deliberate and conscious about it, mm-hmm. especially when you're like, oh, but I really love that person. I love the quote where they say, you might not be depressed, you might just be surrounded by assholes. Oh, I love what <laughs> a there's t-shirt. Time, there's times where I'm like, why am I so depressed? And I'm I, realizing, oh, shit. <laughs> I want the t-shirt. <laughs> I got this t-shirt. <laughs> I'm with us. Awesome. That Lindsay and I made when we... Long time ago, uh, it says I'm with awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then you feel awesome in that way, but yeah, it it could be I'm with asshole too. <laughs> wow. So what's that quote again? The you might not. Well, they say you might not be depressed. You just might be surrounded by assholes. And there's times <laughs> where I'm really I do like we all kind of fall into that depressed mode, and then you realize like who have I been hanging with? Like what have I been watching? Right. And you're like, oh, shit, I totally took myself down the people algorithm of hell. Yeah, that's what, that's what we were calling it. I like the phrase that you call it, the people algorithm. Maybe yeah. we'll call this episode that. 
Yeah. And and like my wife will often say, you know, there are assholes everywhere. It like at every job. Oh. It, and I don't mean to be idealistic like you're going to find this perfect job. But I wonder if if you like I started realizing I think finally at 34 that like sometimes I'll choose those assholes even if I don't want them around me, I'm still my energy is focused on them. So I'm also choosing them. <laughs> So then you wonder. <laughs> You're kind you... of the asshole also. Yeah, I'm the asshole. <laughs> choosing it. <laughs> By you, I'm, I'm putting myself in the same right. boat. Right. <laughs> you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm the asshole. Okay. But it, it's true. And it, like, there is two ways. Obviously, you could go towards, like, be very choosy. As you get older, you're very choosy and you want to go towards, like, when you know your values, you kind of know, all right, that's a no and that's a yes. But when you're unsure and unclear and everything just kind of feels good even if it's not good for you you kind of you can go down that path too so that's that's something i think is so important when you're looking for jobs i work work at the career center and i always ask the kids like do you want to choose this place and they're like well what do you mean like hopefully they'll hire me i'm like yeah but do you want to choose it yeah that's a different you're asking a very different question and their face is like you know when a dog goes like hmm (laughs) they're kind of like wait a minute confuse you face right they're like i have a choice i'm like yeah because you your life, your quality of your life, like, it's so important. So you're going to put yourself in an environment. And I can say, because I call you all the time, and I'm like, this is a fucking shit show. <laughs> but I also choose to stay. I also choose, I also chose that job or chose those people. So I think now when I sit with youth, I'm like, think about if you really want to choose that. And they're like, why would you ask that? I'm like, because I chose a few times and I was pissed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, <laughs> so. one of the things that came up for me is... You know, I think it's very normal mm. or typical for a human to like enter your first career job, then your second career job, and and it takes a while to learn this idea of oh, I'm going to be really selective mm-hmm. of Keyword. what types of people I want to work with. Like, in other words, more selective of the company. Or do they deserve to have me, or do right. I deserve this? Is this a company that I want to be around? And one of the things that I want to come back to, I think we're going to, might bring other people in for an episode, but I think this topic is way bigger than than okay. one episode. Um, like employers, for example, go through all this, a huge effort to protect against hiring the wrong person mm-hmm. and to ensure that they hire the, hire the right person. I want to make sure they have... This background, employers go to all this effort to filter out people to ensure that they pick the right person and to protect Mm -hmm. against hiring the wrong person because that's a really expensive Mm -hmm. mistake. Hiring is very expensive to get wrong. Um, And, you know, what what about the employee? You know, what are some ways that, you know, we as the employee, for example can filter out or sleuth out to find out who this company really is. Mm. What is the company culture? What What is it actually? Because I feel like during the hiring process, everyone is kind of lying to themselves. Right. Representatives. Yeah, like I'll, I'll lie to myself and like, oh, oh, that's this company. They seem really good because I'm tired of looking for a job. I love and, not having lunch. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and the employer is lying to themselves, you know, because right. they want to be done hiring and Right, and then you end up with a, a shit show because right. people but, ignore the red flags. Right, I think the culture's changing though. I think a lot of people are saying like, I spend seven hours there. I spend more time at that place 
than I do at home or with my family. So I think a lot of people are realizing, like, huh, <laughs> like it takes up your whole. I think life. the pandemic oh, yeah. definitely made people stop and think. Like, oh yeah. So now it's almost like you have the company has no choice but to really be selective because they know if it's not if it's not aligned with that person's values, there's a good chance that person can leave. And I've seen that like when with companies hiring, they're like, well. You know, is it, are they going to stay long-term? And I'm like, well, why would they stay long-term? Oh, well, they value this and we do the same thing. Like, I think they're starting to look at values in that way instead of, oh, well, they have a degree and they're known to stay at a company for five years. I think they have to be pickier because people won't stay. Like someone would say, you know what, I'm seven hours here. I'm not going to sit here for seven hours and be miserable. So they'll move on and choose different. It's interesting you're saying that because right now we're at a time where – I mean, you could pick any business, and almost all of them are hiring. Oh, yeah. It's a shortage of employees. I still mm-hmm. can't figure out where all the humans went <laughs> during God. the pandemic. It's been a huge shift right. because of the pandemic or everything the pandemic brought about. But then I see, like, when I speak with employers, I hear, I'm like, what do you want? And they're like, I just need a body. I need an employer. I need someone yeah. to apply. And that's crappy choosing. Like, yeah. I just need a person. And then Ralph shows up and they're like, God, like, Ralph is horrible. Yeah, and they're like, not that person. I'm like, well, yeah. you didn't tell me what you want. It's kind of like that episode in, no- the, well, the part in Notebook where he's like, tell me what you want to eat. Like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Because I have all the people screaming their values to me. They're like, well, I'm looking for this and I want to feel this way and I want to have my... It decor like they can picture it for themselves, but the company is very like, just give me a person, please. I'm desperate. And it used to be opposite. Like before the pandemic, it was like the company was choosy, and then the person was like, you know, I'm desperate. I just need the job. And oh, it was flipped. It was flipped the other way where yeah. the company was choosy about the we need the right person in this role, and yep. then the people would show up to apply. And they'd be like, oh, I and they're like, just give me a job, yes. which is the shit. Also, a shitty hire, right? Um. So I, I think it's almost like balancing out the scales. Now the company has to go through this. And yeah. then the employee is like, well, I'm going to choose. And now it's almost like you have no choice but to balance it out. Like it's, at some point, you guys need to sit and talk about values. <laughs> but it's down. It's coming. We're choosing. It's just taking a long time. And yeah. it just kind of hit me as I'm staring at you talking about it. Like I've noticed that. But I've also noticed it for myself. I used to be terrified of interviews. And now I'm like, I'm ready to terrify a company and be like, all right, what are you, what are you going to do for me for seven hours straight? Do I get lunch and is there raises and are you going to train me? <laughs> like, and how many times have you worked at a place where they said, promise this, we're going to promise that, yeah. we're going to promise this? Yeah. As that's what they say. Right. And then what they do is they show that they didn't mean it right. or they didn't know how to keep their word. Right. And that's when I say, who has worked here the longest? <laughs> Can I speak with them? I'd love to know. Like, what's really going on? Which is, and I think that's terrifying because a lot of people don't want to be, like, a lot of companies don't want to be seen in that way. They're like, you know, you're lucky you're at this interview. Like, well, you're lucky because today (laughs) we're choosing, so it's different. But I'm noticing people are a lot pickier, which is kind of cool to see. That's good to see that. We're going to come back. We're going to come back to this topic because... There's, there's, we didn't even get into like the friends we choose, oh, yeah. family, like the no. family you're born with versus okay. there's also the family the you choose, family you choose yeah. uh, or the also family you choose. Yeah. Um, or the, even the, I mean, it's weird. Warren and I were talking about my mother um, and recently she had gone through a, a health issue, mental health issue, um, where she had, was diagnosed with psychosis and 
there were moments where she'd have different personalities at the time. And we discussed, you know, in that moment, it was almost like a survival mechanism for her. And the nurse explained that, like, you know, she just needed to bring herself back into balance. And that's how she created these, you know, these different personality traits. Um, and at that moment, like you always think well, in your trauma. head, yeah. right, you have two voices in your head. You have the voice that's like, do this, do this thing, just do it do the bad thing or you know you should probably do the right thing and i think you also need to be wary of what voice you choose in your head and seeing that with my mom where she has like six personalities at the time which is so incredible like i wish i could go into detail about that but to see that i'm like you know we can kind of relate because we do all the time have this we choose the voice in our head do we want the ego to drive the bus or do we want yeah you know to do the right thing so we're always choosing even if people aren't around us um, so it's kind of that's something I definitely want to talk about in the next part of the episode. Yeah, well, we'll bring up the topic of uh, what's the children's book? Don't let the pigeon drive the bus. Yep. Pigeon oh, being our ego, mm-hmm. and yep. um, and then there's also the ego in the family. The ego family oh, of the ego. God. Family is so <laughs> so it's so loaded because we're it's such a sig- mm-hmm. there's such significant relationships. Right. Well, th- thanks for coming to do this. We're, we're um, yeah, we did this come, on the fly. We're gonna come it? back to this. Okay, <laughs> um, we'll come back to do more. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. If you have a question, you can take out your phone and record a voice memo and email it to Warren at usefulandhired.com, and it may get featured on a future episode. If you'd like to get updates on future episodes, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to support our podcast, please go ahead and give us a review. And if you know someone else who'd be interested in this podcast, like another young adult, another employer, perhaps, maybe even your parents, (laughs) maybe not your parents, but yeah, employers are good too. Please feel free to go ahead and share this podcast with them. It's a big help to us, helps us grow our following, and uh, gives us more feedback.